One of the dinner guests, on hearing this, said to Jesus, Blessed is anyone who will eat bread in the kingdom of God. Then Jesus said to him, Someone gave a great dinner and invited many. At the time for the dinner, he sent his slave to say to those who had been invited, Come, for everything is ready now. But they all alike began to make excuses. The first said to him, I have bought a piece of land, and I must go out and see it. Please accept my regrets. Another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen, and I am going to try them out. Please accept my regrets. Another said, I have just been married, and therefore I cannot come. So the slave returned and reported this to his master. Then the owner of the house became angry and said to his slave, Go out at once into the streets and lanes of the town and bring in the poor, the crippled, the blind, and the lame. And the slave said, Sir, what you have ordered has been done, and there is still room. Then the master said to the slave, Go out into the roads and lanes and compel people to come in, so that my house may be filled. For I tell you, none of those who were invited will taste my dinner. The Gospel of the Lord. Seated. Thanks, Lindsay. Let's pray. God, we gather because you promise to speak, to speak into our lives, for us to hear your story. So we pray for that today, for your spirit to come to us, for us to hear your voice. In Jesus' name, amen. I stayed in Missoula the summer after my junior year in college. I was out with my friends one night, and I met a really nice guy. His sister was a friend of mine, and he invited me to go horseback riding the following morning. His family had property right on the edge of the Bitterroot Mountains, and he told me the best rides were right at dawn. So, of course, I accepted. You may see where this is going. Well, I stayed out later than I had expected. And this was well before cell phones with multiple alarm settings. And my regular old digital clock alarm did not go off. So when I woke up, it was way past sunrise. I didn't have his phone number, so I couldn't reach him to apologize and bumble through some excuse. And honestly, it's still hard for me to tell this story because to this day, I regret this. I can just imagine all that he had prepared for that morning and how amazing that ride would have been. And I completely miss this unexpected gift. Jesus is at a fancy dinner with Pharisees and he begins to teach by telling a story. A man invited many to a banquet. The day had come, and the banquet was ready. And some of those who had already RSVP'd had to cancel at the last minute because other things had become more important. So the host sent his servant to invite others to come. And now it wasn't just the known and the privileged, 
but the poor, the cripple, the blind, and the lame. And then there was still room, so the servant went out to the streets to invite anyone and everyone to come. The host seems adamant to fill his table. I mean, my goodness, a feast is being served, and he is ready for heaping plates, for clinking glasses, and for a full table of guests to fill his room to savor this together. I wonder about those who canceled at the last minute. Maybe their excuses could seem reasonable, I guess. They had important things to take care of, like land and possessions, a wedding. As significant as those things seem, they missed something even more meaningful, and they never even knew it. They were so preoccupied that they overlooked what was right in front of them. It's difficult not to feel convicted when we hear Jesus teach. Where do you place yourself in this story? Likely, we find ourselves as the guest who decided not to show up, staying out too late with alarms that didn't wake us, or our schedules and priorities, our privilege and our good hard work get in the way. It's like the river current Pastor Joel talked about last week, the pressure and force of this world to sweep and to lure us fast and furious down this river of life into seemingly more important commitments and responsibilities. It's difficult then when you're managing all of that to make space for daily feasts and for unexpected invitations that come our way. Yet, did you notice that the host, although a little miffed with the regrets, doesn't seem to spend so much time dwelling there? Instead, he is quick to invite others and all he has food to nourish, drink to quench, and community to dispel isolation with the sole purpose of just giving it away, to extend abundance unexpectedly, to bring joy to all who attend so that they know that there is a place for them. The host is simply called to feed, to connect, and to heal. And this banquet of life will not be stopped because some decide not to come. Holy communion is the banquet. It is a foretaste of God's feast, what it looks like. And Jesus comes to teach us that God will stop at nothing to fill the table. To go out into the streets to keep the lavishness flowing. When we eat this meal, we are promised that the kingdom of God is near at the tables of our lives. The gift is already given, but it often presents itself in subtle, mundane ways, and we miss it because we get distracted by other things. I have heard some people present their faith with great assertion, with prescribed ways of living to humanly assure our salvation. 
But what comes forth more clearly in this story is the generous host and a really flexible servant. They cannot stop inviting. They do not want this banquet to be missed. There are not slick marketing materials to entice you to in attend this meal. Just an invitation and a promise that what will be served will nourish both your body and your spirit. And it will connect you to God and to each other. What is served gives life abundant life. Jesus is teaching us today that discipleship matters. And following Jesus is not a formality, it's not a good luck charm, and it's not something that we hold on to just for a rainy day. Following Jesus is to trust that the kingdom of God is here. And Jesus, the bread of life, is given to nourish us along the way, and it is given freely for all people. And because of this, it must change our focus and our priorities. The kingdom of God is not something you work for. It is given here and now for us to participate in. And God will stop at nothing for the world to know his love. He invites us and then he calls us to invite. Maybe what we need is to be free, to be granted permission to be free of all that this life demands. And then if you choose to be vulnerable enough to name what you are really longing for, what you need right now, what is that for you? What are your body, what is your spirit most of in need of right now? Is it more land, more possessions, and one more thing to do? Or is it a longing for what our parched souls are yearning for? Our deep need to be known, to be included, and to be healed. The cripple, the poor, the lame had nothing to lose. So they accepted the invitation. They were free of other obligations and distraction, and so they were able to fully receive what so abundantly was extended to them. Out of all the things that we do and are about here at Mount Olivet, worship is the center. It's our cap root because it's here that we gather to hear again about the host who comes down in this world to prepare a, prepare a meal among us. And then we get a glimpse, look around, who else is at the table? Thankfully, thankfully, God the host keeps inviting and along with that keeps forgiving we are brought back again to the feast here and then to know that the kingdom of God will be revealed in the moments around us. We are brought back then not only to be nourished, but also then to feed.
Each week this fall, the sermon gets finished in your own life by leaving you with a question. Pastor Joel and I wrote these questions earlier this summer, and I'm giving myself permission to have two questions for you today. The first one's just for you, for your heart. And that is, what is holding you back in your life from accepting this invitation of God to eat and participate in this feast of life? What is holding you back? And then the second question for you to write down on the apron in the Welcome Center, those aprons will be used in our community meal that starts December 9th. Who are you then called to feed? Amen.